Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. Welcome to another episode of The Pulse. Hi, I'm your host, Rachel, and this week I am thrilled to be inviting Towson's Untitled. They are a co-ed acapella group and they focus on contemporary indie and original music. Their mission is to bring forth a competitive, close-knit, and long-term organization and ensemble at Towson University, which is in Maryland. The group was established in 2018, and I am so thrilled to have with us today Matthew, Rachel, Mackenzie, Katya, and Linnea from the exec board. Welcome. Welcome all. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Feeling great. Good. <laughs> really good. Awesome. So you guys are a, a relatively new group. You started in 2018, and I wonder if you can talk about what the initiative was to start Untitled on campus. Yeah, so I started the group when I was a freshman. I knew I wanted to do acapella, and at Towson, besides the Trills, who were a graduating group that were going to be going on to you know do solo work and everything, there wasn't a competitive group on campus that did what we strive to do. So I started it, and... And actually, Mackenzie is one of the people that also was um, there in the beginning and has been there for the long run. Very cool. Mackenzie, what was it about this initiative that inspired you to want to be a part of it? Growing up and like usually mostly throughout high school, I was really big fan of like acapella and I didn't really do it in high school because I moved around a lot my dad was in the military but going to college I was kind of like in a place where I was like okay I'm gonna be here the whole four years let me join a group that I know I'm gonna be able to stay with and I originally wanted to going into college but I ended up not auditioning for any of the other groups but in the class of 2022 Facebook page Matt made an announcement on there and then I was interested he also made an announcement like in another organization that we had both been a part of and so I was like oh that's really interesting like I was thinking about it but I really ended up not auditioning for the other groups and then so I messaged Matt and it's kind of how it all started. Very cool. For the rest of you what was your exposure or initiation how did you become aware of this this idea of Entitled? When I was like applying to Towson I knew that there's another group but they ended. And so I knew that I wanted to join a competitive acapella group. That was something that was really important to me because I did that in high school and I loved it so much and it changed my life. But when I first came to Towson, Untitled had just started and they actually weren't competing yet. So I made a big decision and I was like, I'm going to start my own group. Yeah, that didn't go so well, but Actually, Kati and I were in that group together and the our vocal the vocal percussionist in Untitled was also he was in Untitled at the time and then he was also in the group that I started and he was like, Hey, like Untitled is having auditions. This was like in the middle of the fall. And he was like, You guys should really join, you know, like you guys are really good and we need more female vocalists. And we were like, Okay, like why not? Because I had been wanting to compete so badly and I had heard that they were thinking about competing and I was like, Oh my gosh, I need to get involved. So that's how I joined Untitled. Oh, Katya, what about you? Yeah, I was in a group called Airplay Mode at the time with her, which was the group that she came up with. And I enjoyed being in, the, in that group while I was in it. But when the vocal percussionist came up to us and told us, hey, they're having auditions for another group. I was very interested in being in a competitive group because during my high school years, I started off doing competitive groups. And it's just mm-hmm. really fun to be a part of other competitive stuff like ICCA. And it's just something that continues to to ignite like my drive in singing. Yeah. 
And Rachel? Yeah, so I'm a freshman. So back in August, same thing like with Mackenzie. I really wanted to do acapella, but I hadn't really had the opportunity to do it in high school. So I was researching a bunch of the different groups that they had on campus and Untitled was the only one that I saw that was holding auditions. So I went ahead and auditioned and here we are. Here we are. What was for you, Matt, and maybe Mackenzie too, as, as founding members, what was the hardest part for you about starting Untitled? So starting a group, it's very difficult because first you just need members and then you can start setting expectations. And then as the group has grown, like, so me and Mackenzie are from year one and then Linnea and Katya are from year two and Rachel from year three. Throughout the years, you know, the group expectations and goals change. And what's hard is like not everyone that started the group with us had those same expectations and drive. And so it was hard losing members and then getting new members and then losing more and getting new members. But I think that, you know, now where we are now, it's a really good spot that we kind of know, you know, what we're doing. So I think it was just getting into the hang of stuff was the difficult part. Yeah. And then I imagine, you know, coming off of a year and a half of being in person and just starting to going completely virtual with the onset of COVID must have been a huge challenge for you all. Or maybe it allowed you an opportunity to be creative in how you addressed and and worked the group. Can you talk a little bit about what that was like for you? Yeah, definitely. So it was a challenge in the beginning because we had just had new exec board elections. So all of us were just new on the exec board. And so I, you know, I became president, but I had only been in the group for like less than a semester. So it was definitely a lot of change for me, but we knew that we wanted to continue putting out music in some way. And so over the summer, we released a cover of Acapella by Daniel Caesar. And that was like the first virtual video that we did. And it definitely took a lot of work and definitely is totally not the way that we record videos now. But (laughs) I think that got the ball rolling. And then as summer went on, more and more groups are releasing virtual videos. And we were like, okay, so this is something that we can do. And we can have like a virtual fall concert. So that's what we did. We recorded three or four songs and we hosted it and we streamed it on Facebook Live. So that was definitely a way for us to continue to like put out music and kind of navigate like the virtual acapella fields in this pandemic. Yeah. I wonder specifically for Rachel as a freshman, what was it like for you to audition in this kind of environment? Yeah, so it was definitely interesting since obviously everything was virtual. And it was kind of odd because I was part of the group for a couple months before I actually met everyone in person. So we had like (laughs) one in-person rehearsal on campus outside a parking garage. And it was weird like meeting everyone because I had seen them on Zoom, but I hadn't actually met them yet. But I'm definitely very grateful to be part of Untitled because being a freshman with the pandemic, like there's very limited opportunities to meet other people and get involved on campus. So it's been really awesome being a part of it. Yeah. So Matthew, I imagine that was as a music director, that was a challenge for you to try and lead, lead the musicality of the group, sort of direct people and and encourage them to, I don't know, learn their parts and figure out how to blend and interact. Can you talk a little bit about the approaches that you have taken and you continue to take in order to achieve those goals? Yeah. So back in like February, March, right when the pandemic was first starting, we had just finished, you know, competing ICCA for the first time. And the group was kind of very stressed out you know, first time competing, like the group was under a lot of pressure. And then we had a huge hiatus basically up into the summer. And so I think having that like long time where we weren't singing really just gave people personal motivation to like want to do stuff. So when we started doing projects, like I feel like people were really interested. And it was just thinking outside the box, like asking everyone to buy green screens for virtual videos. And 
everyone to record on their mics and setting up part tracks and everything. But I think that a lot, honestly, people just really adjusted well to it because they miss it, you know? And mm. even those like few in-person rehearsals that we had, they went so well because people realized like, oh, this is probably the only time I'm going to see everyone this semester. And we had one in-person rehearsal the week before we recorded our two singles. And it was so great. Like, I think people adjusted very well. Yeah. In terms of your music selection, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about the kind of music that you guys try and make. How do you pick the songs and how do you know if a song is the right kind of emotional feel for the group? For ICCA, usually Matthew, it kind of steers that direction because he ha- he has a vision for the group and he's the music director, so he knows what exactly the group is strongest at. But for like our fall concert and spring concert songs, usually we tell the group that we're trying to pick new songs and we'll start a playlist on Spotify and everyone will just put all their suggestions. And then the next rehearsal we have, our Zoom rehearsal, we'll just like listen to them all and kind of vote and talk about what we think would sound best. Because something else that's really important about picking songs for your acapella group is the soloist like you know Mm -hmm. that's like very important the group can sound good but if the soloist isn't as strong then it doesn't go well so we definitely try and choose songs that we know the group will be strong on but also that the soloist can really make it their own yeah you have spoken about being a competitive group and about ICCA specifically and I wonder what has your approach been to ICCA this year yeah so we actually hired someone to make a demo for the group of our arrangement and have like individual part tracks and then you know we had everyone get tested and we recorded all the audio in person one at a time and then we recorded outside our visual in like the woods or whatever so I think like having like the demos really helped people because it allowed people to sing along to an actual human voice and get to know their part so that was kind of our approach this year yeah and how's it going so far it went really well i was definitely a little nervous and scared but i'm actually really proud of the result that came out of it i think our video looks awesome and it's definitely really nice to have a video to share like a very well produced video instead of just you know someone recording on their phone in like in-person ICCA. So that's like, I feel like the only really amazing benefit is we have this amazing video to share. It's going to be on YouTube and I'm very proud of it. I edited the video and Matthew did the audio, but it's very exciting and I'm so happy with the product of it. Yeah. It's also really cool because this competition season, like we've seen a lot of people, like groups are like sneak peeking their videos and a lot of them are box videos. So it's really cool that we were able to actually all get together to film an actual music video instead of just being separate. Because it was really different being in person than when we recorded box videos for for our fall concert last semester. So it's also just like a really cool experience to have. Yeah. Speaking of recordings, you guys recorded with Cutoff Studios relatively recently and produced Speculate. And I wonder if you can talk about how you ultimately chose that song to be in your rep and what the recording process was like for you. So that song and the other song that we recorded was in our ICCA set. And we knew that we weren't going to be able to afford to like record our entire set. And Mm. so we kind of asked during the summer, like, you know, which songs do people feel would, you know, translate the best and they enjoyed the most and, you know, speculate was one of them. And then we started going through the planning process, like I believe in like June, like having conversations with them. And then we ended up recording in October. So it was really interesting getting the funds like through GoFundMe and, you know, going through all like the organization because we've never produced any professional work like that before. Yeah. Well, let's take a listen to Speculate done by Untitled from Towson. Here it is. Hold up, hold up there past me. We don't have a license to play music on this podcast. 
So if you want to hear this interview uninterrupted, including all the fantastic music that's involved, go to akaville.org and become a member. Thanks. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled interview. That was fantastic. I love, I loved it. I thought it was such a good, such a good tune. And I, I really, I had a chance to uh, listen to it beforehand and I just, I'm a big fan. So well done guys. Thank you. Yeah. So I'd like to talk a little bit about what that recording process was like for you since you had to do that as part of while you were in lockdown. What was it like? to? Did you have to get tested beforehand? Like, How did you guys make all that happen? We set a lot of precautions for the group. We want everybody to be safe. We have quite a few members of our group that have immunocompromised family members. And so we really wanted to keep not our, only ourselves safe, but our family members safe and those around us that we see on a daily basis. So it was really important that we all got tested and we did temperature checks and everything just to make sure that everybody was really safe. Even people from cut off the producers, we didn't want them to be in danger or anything like that. So we made everyone get tested just as a really safe precaution. And it turned out well because nobody got sick or anything like that. And everybody was really fine. That's awesome. I imagine for most, if not all of you, this was your first time recording something. And what was it like to be in the studio? How did that feel? Oh my gosh, it was so exciting. I, I was so excited, but I was also so so nervous because me and Matthew were the first ones to record. So I had no clue what to expect. And when I showed up, they were still setting everything up because we recorded inside of Matthew's house, actually. Mm-hmm. But it was so awesome. You know, I had like the headphones on and there was like a little tiny booth and it was just the most amazing experience. I will never forget that because it's so cool. That was like my dream to be listen to my own self in my acapella playlist on Spotify. And like, now I can. I'm just like, that's so crazy. That's yeah, great. Honestly, yeah. Kathy can probably speak a little more about like how her experience specifically was because she was actually the soloist in the song. And so I think that would be awesome to hear about. Please. Yeah, it was really exciting. It was um, my first time actually being able to record professionally. And I'm glad I was able to do it with everyone because it definitely made me feel a little bit more comfortable because I was very nervous, like getting there to be able to record with everyone. But the experience was really fun itself. I feel like the people who recorded me were just very encouraging. They gave me a lot of advice on how I should sing the song. And it definitely helped me transform it into my own way of singing the song. So it was just a great experience to be able to record a song with everyone and just be able to hear myself afterwards. That's awesome. I know that you all have some additional projects in the works. I wonder if you can talk about what is in Untitled's immediate future. Yeah, so we actually recorded two singles, like I mentioned prior, and we have one of those we're hoping to release late spring, early summer, along with the music video. And then we actually are planning to record some more music at the end of this semester for a potential album next year. So we're really excited about that. And we're planning on recording our ICCA set with Cutoff as well. So I'm super excited about those. Was it hard? I mean, I guess you're pretty early in the process in terms of choosing songs to that you want to ultimately immortalize. And so I I wonder if you can talk a little bit about what the process of choosing those songs is like, because your repertoire obviously is larger than an album. Yeah. So we actually had one of our songs that we were going to do for this our spring concert. We've actually shelved that for our album eventually. It's because I just was listening to it. I was like, I feel like this needs to be on an album like and so and everyone agreed and we actually did that for another song too so we have like two songs that were shelved from you know potential you know fall or spring concert material and so that's one way and then obviously we want to record our set and everything yeah 
for so I guess as we speak, you have another sort of semester left in this school year. And I wonder, you know, outside of the album, are there other things that you as a group are looking to do or achieve through the end of this semester, through the end of the year? Yes, actually, Untitled, we've been planning a like Best of Maryland acapella festival. So that's something very exciting. It's, you know, a lot of work for us, but I think it's an awesome way for Maryland groups to kind of connect with each other. And also it gives us all something else to do, you know, because we can't like go and travel to their other to the other schools and perform in their concerts so we can all get together. And it's actually we're making it kind of like a competition. So we have judges and cutoff mm. studios is having like a masterclass. So the group, the winning group will be able to have a masterclass with them. It's we're very excited about that. awesome. This year it's virtual, but we're hoping that when everybody's back in person and vaccinated and all safe that hopefully we're going to have an in-person competition at Towson University which that'll be really cool to have in person it's very different virtually but once we get in person it'll be a lot more fun yeah what, what are some of the challenges that you guys I, I mean maybe some easier things and some harder things about trying to set up a, a concert slash competition like this funding and like mm. Rachel has been so amazing with all the fundraisers she has set up for us but that has been our biggest struggle funding yeah. Rachel do you want to talk about like yeah definitely I mean virtually it's so much harder to fundraise because usually we'd have things on campus we do big sales things like that but with everyone kind of being spread out and like no one really wants to spend money right now but you know we've had a lot of different ways that we have been fundraising so you know we've had GoFundMes and we've done like we're going to do a t-shirt fundraiser right now we're doing a coffee fundraiser so different things we're just trying to get as much funding as we can because we have so much that we want to do and we're really excited about it. Yeah. I mean, you it sounds like you've been fairly successful at least in or at least innovative in your ideas about how to do things like fundraising and to express your creativity in this time. I wonder are there things that you would suggest that other groups explore? Are there things that you would caution against other groups trying to do right now? I would definitely, something that besides fundraising, something else that has also helped us a lot this semester is seeing if your own student organization at your college can receive a budget from your school. That's how we're going to be able to record stuff for our singles through our budget. If we didn't have that, it would we would not be able to. It's like $2,000. So that is also like very helpful. And it also just kind of the things you have to do to get a budget helps your exec board and you get better leadership skills. So it's a win-win for everyone. So I definitely look into that if that's possible. Yeah. Also with fundraising, when you're looking to fundraise, it's very important that you research because maybe it's not going to fit your group. We've tried to do multiple Chipotle fundraisers, but since we're such a small group and when we were in person, we didn't we weren't really known on campus that much. So it was very hard to get fundraising from restaurants. So you have to also look a lot of research because it might not fit your group or your capabilities. Yeah, that's fair enough. As you guys look forward, you're coming up on, you know, you're 2018. You have, I guess next year, you'll be a full four years as a group and you'll have presumably the fingers crossed, I guess maybe your parents' fingers are more crossed than yours, uh, that the founding members will will be moving on. And I wonder for the founding members, what what are you hoping to help the group achieve in your remaining time there? I, just like Matt, he'll probably say the same thing. We're very, we're on the same mind length all the time, but it's kind of just creating a legacy for other people that join the group. There are some groups that, like that small groups that end after college and we want to be one of those groups that stay forever or as long as possible. And that's really the main thing that we want is just to create this legacy that we can see throughout our life 
which that'd be really amazing to see growing up. Yeah. And bouncing off what Mackenzie's saying, like, I'm actually going to stay an extra year. So like next year is going to be Mackenzie's last full year with the group, but I'm going to stay an extra year. And like, I think like, it's just really important to me that whatever the group does, we continue to do better. So if we're competing, if we place fourth and we place third or, you know, keep moving up and try different opportunities like recording music or traveling Mm -hmm. and doing competitions or festivals. And I think building our name for ourselves is like the biggest thing I want to do before I'm gone. Yeah. Are there things that you are doing now or plan to do to help transition, to help the members who will be staying to lead the group as the founding members transition out? Something that I've wanted to do since my freshman year was basically create a Bible. Every Mm. executive member writes down whatever all their duties that they do. So that way it's easier to help pass on those. And also shadowing. We usually do elections a couple weeks before the end of the year, usually after our last concert. So that gives members time to be able to, if they move out or graduate out of that position, then they can teach the other member and they're not left on their own because we've had cases where exec members have left the group or something like that and the members below them are kind of just left to dust and we don't want that to happen so that's something that i really wanted to do is create something that can be passed on yeah and another thing is like we've also encouraged like our younger members to you know run for exec board positions and you know we've reworked our constitution that says like if you want to be you know music director you have to be assistant music director prior or if you want to be president you have to you know, serve on the executive board as an officer a year before. So hopefully like having those rules in there will allow people to work up the chain and be more comfortable with those leadership positions in the future. Yeah. I wonder for each of you, you know, when you, when, because eventually all of you will graduate and move on to other projects and and work, which may not be related to Agapella, but I wonder, you know, you come back for your five-year reunion or you go back, like when you look back and, and see where Untitled is, what are some of the things you hope the group will be doing when you have a chance to look back? I would love to just see us continue to competing and doing better every year. And like, I would love to see more albums, more music and attending, you know, other acapella festivals and competitions like Boss and like Laugh and going to Sojam. Like, I would love to see that because I mean, I was an acapella in high school. So I've already, you know, left a group and watched that grow. And I watched them when I was a freshman in high school. I saw them perform for the first time without me. And I was like so proud of them. And I just cannot wait to um, look back and see what Untitled has done. Because, you know, I was a big part of like helping Untitled grow like this year so I would just be so proud to see whatever they're doing honestly Katia what about you I honestly coming back I would just want to see growth just like Linnea said I would want to see growth in a way where we not only like have a name on this campus but we have a name outside of it like in acapella where it would just inspire so many other people who come to this campus to want to join Untitled and to want to sing and it just continues to inspire others to try and reach out and to be able to spread music with Untitled that's just one of the things that I really would love to see other people do Awesome. What about for the rest of you? Like Katya said, do you see the groups like Nor'easters or SoCal Vocals and you see the impact that they have on people? And yeah, that's really, you want to have that impact on people. You want to inspire people. And that's definitely a big dream for, I think, all of us. Rachel? Yeah, I think like the one goal or like hope for Untitled is that like they're always just pushing themselves and like exploring different avenues of creativity, maybe like original music and things like that. And just always trying to be better than we were before. Yeah. And, you know, bouncing off, you know, what everyone else is saying, like, just continue to improve, but also like make opportunities if those opportunities aren't 
available to us. So, you know, start innovating, like, do we want to create our own competition? Or do we want to like have showcases or, you know, work with, you know, different events. And I think that just keep pushing, you know, the different boundaries that, you know, acapella can go to. Well, for one, I am so excited to see where you guys go and grow. And I'm so grateful that you took some time out of your day to speak with us. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. That was Matthew, Rachel, Mackenzie, Katia, and Linnea of Untitled from Towson. Check them out. Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse, only on Acaville Radio. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video. Only at acaville.org.